Oh, hello. 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 This is novel. Yeah, I can see you. Yes, you can. You've grown a beard. Welcome to Doomcast number 19. No, 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 19. I'm Paul. I write for the Doomcast. On the other end of the Skype line is... Ed. Hello there, Paul. Hello, Ed. And really, you write for Film Doom, not the Doomcast. No one writes for the Doomcast. It's true. It's, it's completely improv. No one no one reads Film Doom, though, so... Uh, <laughs> so Doesn't I may as well write for the Doomcast. It doesn't mean no one, you know, you still put the work in, you put the hours in. Not Actually, many people listen to it. Increasingly not, but... doesn't mean we're not here doing it. We're doing it. We're doing yeah. it. Uh, it's been a while since we did the last Doomcast. I think last time we did the Doomcast, it had been a while since we last did the Doomcast. Yeah, but you know, Paul, it's the future. Do you realise this? It's 2012. It's 2012. So happy this, new year yeah. to you. Happy new year. Happy new Thanks. year to you, loyal listener. Hello. Yeah. Hello. Mum. As you might say, um, yeah. So we're, we're obviously in the new year. Uh, last year, I, I got away with uh, watching almost no movies, as regular listeners yeah. um, of the Doomcast might uh, realise. Hello to you again. Uh, Horrible bosses was your. Yeah, that, was, that your was indeed a film. But I think I'm off to a bit of a flying start. I know. I can't believe actually. this. You've seen more movies than me so far this, this year. <laughs> Can you believe it? This is this is the year, Paul, where it all changes. Mm-hmm. Because I've only seen one movie so far this year. Yeah. You've seen two, and we're going to be I've talking about three, them later. Actually, three. You've seen three at the pictures. Uh, no, actually. That, right, we don't count that. I've seen shitloads on DVD, so. Oh, right then. Okay. Um, but also, don't forget, this is 2012. This is the year that the world ends. So you know, you've got to get your movie watching in. Um, because 2013, I know you're really looking forward to it, Paul, but. It's not going to happen. You, you I've, do really. I've, I've, it's been so long since we've done the Doomcast. I've forgotten why I was looking forward to it. Um, I think it was something to do with Pacific Rim, but I can't remember what else had me excited about Star Trek Two. Oh my God! It just came back to me. That that what the you, almost all of last year you were saying. I you know I just don't care about 2012, 2013's the year. Twenty so. over, man. It's, not literally. It's only just begun, but you know, in a in a zeitgeist sense, it's over. Yeah, that's fair enough. Anyway, let's. Uh, I think we should move on with the bit of news. And your your bit of news is actually quite um, quite interesting. Yeah, in 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 a lot of ways. Um, I didn't. I don't really know much about this. This has obviously been news that's been kind of on the back burner for uh, a number of years. So why don't you tell us about this uh, rare Japanese import? Akira. Exactly. Yes. Uh, it's if you're not familiar with it, it is the movie which kind of launched anime in this country, the UK, sort of probably ooh, almost 20 years ago now, probably about 20 years ago. Uh, it's a manga by a guy called Katsuhiro Otomo. It's incredibly long. Uh, it was made into an animated movie before the manga was even finished. Also directed by Katsuhiro Otomo, and it's kind of a sci-fi conspiracy thriller, which in a lot of ways doesn't really make a great deal of sense about biker gangs. But it looks cool. There's a lot of cool stuff that goes on in it. And anyway, there's been this thought that would make it into a live-action film for a long time. Uh, and obviously, because if you've ever, if you're familiar with it, it involves uh, cities being destroyed, uh, huge Blade Runner-style futuristic megalopolises. 
casts of thousands, the military, you know, satellites in space. Uh, so it would have to probably be made in Hollywood to have the necessary budget. They would need some money behind this to uh, to do it right. Warner Brothers have been working on it for a very long time uh, in conjunction with Appian Way, which is uh, Leonardo DiCaprio's production company. Lots of rumours about who'd star in. The main character's called Canada, and he's a juvenile delinquent. For a long time, the role was linked with Keanu Reeves, who's about 50. Bit odd. But it sort of start, it started gathering pace in recent years. There was talk that the uh, Albert Hughes, one of the Hughes brothers who directed From Hell, The mm. Book of Eli, yep. Dead Presidents, going back, Menace to Society, remember that? In the whole Boys in the Hood. I do. I do. Yeah. Uh, but... Yeah, he was going to do it. He was going to do it as two films, uh, but that didn't happen. And last, it really picked up last year because they signed Jean Collet Serra to uh, direct it, who had a hit last year with Unknown, starring Liam Neeson, which was a movie I went to the pictures to see. Uh, pretty mediocre. What did you think of that? Uh, slight size. It was quite mediocre, quite average. It was one of those films. It was kind of film you'd watch on a plane, I think. Hmm. Uh, Liam Neeson ran around I, uh, going, I mean, I've got to find my yeah, wife. I, yeah, I watched it. Um, yeah, I, I watched it on DVD. It was, you know, it was, it was quite good. It wasn't good. amazing, but it was quite, you know, it was it was entertaining enough. I, I, it obviously came, um, you know, fast on the back of uh, what Taken. was the one where his daughter gets kidnapped? Taken. I, I forget. Taken. 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 Exactly, yeah. Um. And yeah, so anyway, anyway, sorry, yeah, back back to Akira. I just wanted to know what you thought on that one. Okay, so uh, Jean Colisero was directing. Uh, they hired, Warner Brothers hired Steve Cloves, who wrote all their Harry Potter movies, to do uh, polish on the script, which had been written by Hawk, Osby, and Mark Fergus, who wrote Iron Man. Uh, and it all seemed to be steaming ahead. Casting started. Uh, Garrett Headland was signed to play Canada. Garrett Headland, who played in Tron Legacy, and I think as everyone noted, it seemed like his sole qualification for being an Akira was that he rode a motorbike in Tron Legacy. Uh, and then, as the love yeah. interest K, uh, Kristen Stewart had an offer made to her, but, you know, that was still up in the air. Uh, Helena Bonham Carter was linked to a role, uh, and the key role of the Colonel, who's kind of the main antagonist without being a bad guy, uh, Gary Oldman was rumoured for that for a while before Ken Watanabe, uh, seemed poised mm. to take it. So it all seemed to go in ahead. A synopsis leaked uh, being a casting call for extras. Uh, and the synopsis suggested that Canada was a bar owner instead of a juvenile delinquent. And that Tetsuo, to give you a bit of plot, Tetsuo is Canada's friend who becomes involved in a military experiment all centred around this mysterious figure called Akira. Tetsuo had been made his brother. Uh, and there was rumours about who was going to play Tetsuo. Some thought it might be Alden Ehrenrich, who was in Tetro. Uh, big rumour that it was going to be Ezra Miller, who played Kevin, and we need to talk about Kevin, although uh, I think he denied that in the end. So it all seemed to be steaming ahead, but the, the news came last week that uh, they've shut down the production office and told everyone to go home. Hmm. So it's not so much news as no news. Bad news, I guess. Well, it's not necessarily bad news. It's not like, uh, say, Sam Raimi's Spider-Man 4, where nothing was going to happen. You know, it was all over. Uh, this is more akin to uh, Gore Verbinski's Lone Ranger movie, 
which I think we talked about a while ago. Mm. The yeah, talk did. it was going to cost two hundred and fifty million dollars, and so uh, I think it was Disney got very twitchy about it, and they sent everyone away and said, you know, you think about how much money you're spending on this. Mm. And I think Akira is the same. There's different rumours about it. Uh, the big, the main rumour is that it is indeed too expensive. It's budgeted at about one hundred and fifty million dollars. Uh, and Warner's would like it to be 90 million max. Mm. Another rumour is that they feel the script's not there. Uh, so there's talk of them hiring either Jonah Nolan, who is, of course, the brother of Christopher Nolan, Hale Nolan, yeah, yeah. first Hale Nolan of 2012. That's pretty satisfying. Uh, or Michael Green, who directed, who wrote The Green Lantern. Oh, God. Uh, but The Green Lantern's quite a, uh, I think it's probably a good sort of starting point for Warner's. In that they ended up spending $200 million on that last year, and I'm sure they're still waiting to make quite a lot of that back. Mm. Uh, so it's really, we've talked about this before, but it's really, you know, the difference between getting caught holding the can for something super expensive and something that's just quite expensive can be a big difference. Well, the difference between, you know, 90 and 150 million or, you know, 200 like a. Greenland. I mean, that that's a fairly insane amount of money. I mean, I think the the weight of the Akira name would, you know, go a long way to getting people to watch that movie. I think I think it, that is a entirely erroneous view, Ed. I think the weight of well, the no, Akira no, no, name doesn't get me wrong. cut very far finish, at all. But, but I, I, you know, I think a lot of people have heard of Akira. I think you know people, you know, it, it would garner some interest. But the the problem is because of its age and things like that, it's nothing new. And I think people who are genuine fans unless they get it absolutely spot on would um you know spit all over it and the general public consensus would be that it was a pile of shit yeah you know i I mean i i think if if they made 150 million pound akira movie i would probably go and see it even if it got pretty bad reviews because you'd assume that money went somewhere and it would be spectacular if not good you know i mean sometimes it's good to to just see something uh amazing even if it's a load of crap um <laughs> you know but that's how but, i felt but, about the grand canyon uh yeah i mean it's uh you know uh quite quite a big spectacular thing but it's but also somehow hole, quite hole disappointing in the, hole in the ground have you been to the grand canyon I have. And, yeah i was simultaneously uh, amazed and disappointed well, it's one of the things, I mean, it is so very large, you can't take, you know, wherever you go looking at the Grand Canyon, you can only see a tiny bit of it, and you can just see a big hole. I, I stood there thinking, how much poo would it take to fill that? Yeah? A lot. That would be would, a lot of poo. It would take quite a lot of poo. Imagine the ass that you need to fill that toilet. Yes, that's true. Um, well, there's a, an entire country... <laughs> that potentially they could use it for. So. Well, that's just not practical. That's a ridiculous notion. Are people from New York going to go to the Grand Canyon every time they need to go to the lavatory? It's preposterous. No, they could ship it over. Ship anyway. shit. Yeah, well, you know, it happens. Okay, uh, three points to make on this, not the Grand Canyon being used as a latrine. Akira, one, yeah. Yeah. Warner Brothers have been caught holding the can for over-expensive films before. Yeah. Uh, I'd use the example of Watchmen, which probably did make its money back in the end. But when it came out, we all thought it was going to be huge, and it just wasn't. Uh, because no. the audience, while substantial, it's not Batman, it's not Superman. No. Point two, 
Watchmen was very highly anticipated by fans of the comic book. As you've just said, as you just rightly pointed out, fans of Akira aren't anticipating this movie at all. They're outright hostile to it mm. uh, because they just, you know, the whole thing about the original, it's Japanese, and they think moving it to America is just really snipping the balls off the thing. <laughs> Third Nicely point. Put. Uh, I recently read uh, the book, The Greatest... The 50 Greatest Sci-Fi Movies Never Made or something. I don't know, I can't remember what it's called. It was a book about sci-fi movies that didn't get made. Good and plug, though. Nearly all of them uh, had the same problem, which was that someone would write it, the studio would get excited about it, and then someone would go, no, it's too expensive. Uh, so it's a very, very common downfall for sci-fi movies. They're very expensive uh, and it's very easy for studios to get twitchy about spending 150, 200 million on something. Mm. Yeah, no, t- I mean, t- totally fair. It's a, you know, it's a, it's a lot of money. Obviously, you know, uh, times are tight and things like that. So, yeah, I, I mean, I, c- I can see this bit just being kind of development hell or, you know, for, for a long time, if not forever. So. We'll see. I mean, it's... It might be like it might be like Lone Ranger. I mean, Lone Ranger is now back on again, so it might literally okay. be that someone goes away. They hire uh, one of these screenwriters. They do a rewrite, and the rewrite, the entire rewrite's designed to cut the cost, mm. uh, and they come back and do it. Mm. Well, I think that's the you know that's the thing about the Akira name. You know, if you own the rights to that, you've you've got to try and do something with it, and I think they will. Um, you know, I think this will, like you say, go back to um the script to be worked on until they they have what they think is a good idea i mean you know although moving it to america you know might somehow satisfy an american audience more you know it, it seems like a no brainer to keep it in in japan you know but then you, have to, the then you have to story. cast japanese actors who don't necessarily have the profile with american audiences yeah i mean that is also true, but I thought of a good way to shave some money off it. Well, okay, I mean, what? Well, uh, go on then. I was gonna. I was. We're gonna talk about Dragon Tattoo later. We obviously, are. that's um, yeah, that's you know, similar kettle of fish. Every except time, obviously they, you know, they're still. Uh, instead you know. of showing the action, have people describing it off screen. It's always nice. better to imply than to show explicitly. So when, like, Neo Tokyo is destroyed by a big explosion, someone could be going, looking off screen, going, "Oh, a big explosion's just destroyed Neo Tokyo." It'll be a, like J.J. Abrams. Uh, what, what the? What's that monster movie? He Cloverfield. Made where you, yeah, where you don't really see the monster, and yeah. it'd just be like that. You just see a, a claw. Yeah. Like that, and then that's about it. So. Okay. Very good. Very uh, good. All right. Let's move on. On board of Akira now. Come on. I think everyone's maybe a little bit bored of Akira. So Especially I was going to say to hear you say that it was a little bit complicated and didn't make a load of sense because when I watched it, it was like enjoyable, but you know, mad. And I, I hey, if any if anyone says they understand the ending, they're a big fat stinking liar, <laughs> and you'll be able to tell because their pants will be on fire as they say this word, these words. Nice, nice, uh, fair enough. Well, right into uh, Paul at uh, FilmDoom.com. Uh, no, don't really don't. Um, moving on with the bit of news, uh, I've I've got two things. Um, one we we didn't actually talk about before, but um, I'm going to bring it up anyway. Surprise before, me! Uh, I will. But before I do, um, I saw a uh, a little tidbit of news that the 24 movie has apparently been 
Greenlit. Uh, okay. They didn't say greenlit. It actually said is a go go. It's uh, a go go. It's you. Exactly. That's my quote. So. <laughs> You know, I, I don't know the the full details on this, but obviously this is something that I mean I, I really like Twenty Four. The last series was not great, and um, okay, I'm gonna show I'm gonna show some ignorance here. Uh, okay. Is, is Twenty Four still going? Is it still on TV? No, it's no, finished. It, the last the last series was 2010. If you okay. can believe it, I can uh, believe um, it. You can believe it. Um, I believe that that was probably 2010 in America. Uh, is Jack yeah. still addicted to heroin? No, I think he kicked that shit in uh, the second series. So is Dennis is, is Dennis Haysbert well? still the president? Is who Dennis Haysbert? Um, I'm guessing that's the guy who's in the president in the first and second one. Correct, Mundo. Yeah, uh, no, he oh. is he is not. Presidents uh, only have an eight-year term, and although there were eight series, uh, it seems yeah, but they're all set over twenty-four hours, so it could only have been a week and a bit. Um, yeah, but Jack still has to age at some point, doesn't he? So you know. does he? Does he? Do the Simpsons age? Um, anyway, they, no, they, the to, they, they did a, no, they did a little thing just before series eight uh, called Redemption, and it was a like an hour and a half special um, that was, or no, I think it was two hour special, and it it wasn't set over a twenty four hour period; it was set over. You know, two-hour period in real time still, but mm. you know, it was just like the the little lead-up, and it wasn't great. And as I say, uh, series eight was not great either. But I still, you know, I've always liked twenty-four. Um, you know, I've rewatched series a couple of times, what? and you know, I'd sign me up. I I would I'd really like to see uh, if and what they could do. If nothing else, you know, um, uh, I like Keith Sutherland as the character, and he could probably always do with some more money what's the point of the i mean not the po- what's the point i mean what's the point yeah, in what's the point um what is the format of the movie going to be obviously the tv show it's like an hour's an hour and it's a 20 yeah. it's a 24 episode series am i right in thinking that that would make sense it would make sense uh so what are they going to do about the movie then is it going to be set over 24 hours uh at the moment i mean it detail- is called 24 yeah it is uh details are scarce um I. What would you do would, as, a fan, the, as a fan of the they, show? Sorry, go on. What would you do as a fan of the show? What format would you take? I think they'd have to do it um, like two-hour real time. But like then it's not twenty-four. Uh, but twenty-four redemption was still twenty-four, even though it was only two hours long. Hmm. Hmm. Well, this is the thing. At this point, the twenty-four is the um, the branding. You know, the, the, exactly the brand name and things like that, but I, whichever way they do it, they they can't win. They can't have a twenty-four hour movie, which really lasts twenty-four hours, because you know not only does Jack not sleep, but the audience wouldn't sleep, and it would be, you know, hellish. Um, you know, so they they can't really do that. And if they just cut it up to make it a movie that lasts over a, you know, twenty-four hours in a day, then again that doesn't work either so i you know Why the don't... real time the real time aspect of it is so key to the series yeah. you know the fact that jack's driving somewhere and you know then it cuts someone else and you see their conversation and yeah. by the time their conversation finishes jack's getting somewhere you know it's all really key to it you couldn't just you know skip to you know an hour later just because you need the 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 story to last 24 hours in story time so two things yeah. one why don't they do 24 hours but speed it up 
by a factor of 12, so it only lasts two. How's that for well, idea? So people just running around in high speed, you know, squeaky voices, chipmunk style. You just hit the nail on the head there, Ed. Chipmunks. Nice. Another yep. fox property. Yeah, I sent a tie in. Merge them. I sent a tie in. Torturing chipmunks in high speed for 24 hours. Uh, and speaking of team ups, uh, this is one of my favourite projects that never was. We we're talking about sci-fi movies that never were earlier. We were. Uh, we're, I can't remember if you've spoken about this before, but of course, 24 Fox wanted to bring 24 to the big screen originally by combining it with the Die Hard franchise. Yeah. We talked about this before, haven't we? I believe so. This yeah. is a stupid idea. I think it's a good idea. Oh, no. I think it's a good idea. Well, Especially, do you know what would be exciting? I'm is glad you're if, not in, in charge of Fox. Is if John McClane and Jack Bauer got off on the wrong foot and were perhaps chasing each other and were kind of enemies, but then they realised they were both fighting on the same side and then they teamed up to fight an evil man. Doesn't that sound exciting? Maybe. I mean, like the the problem with John McClane, McClane is quipping all the time and, you know, Jack Bauer's trying to, you know, still devastated about the death of his wife and his heroin addiction. You know, like, John McClane's whinging because he got a divorce. They're the original odd couple. I think Jack Bauer would just kill John McClane and it would just be a 24 movie. What if they just share a flat? Like, nothing happens. They just move into a flat together. <laughs> They're just grumpy neighbours. They're just grumpy you know, neighbours. Like... Nice. Jack Bauer's yeah. like, he's like, finally some peace and quiet in retirement. <laughs> yippee ki motherfucker! Yeah, it'd be a bit like The Whole Nine Yards, except yeah. with Keith Sutherland instead of Matthew Perry. Yeah, I like it, actually. It could be, yeah, it could be yeah, so, uh, See, now you're changing your tune. All right, very uh, good. Um, are we finished I, on I 24? Like, I like the idea of a situation comedy involving the two as those characters, not as an action movie as those two. So, there you go. Um, uh, the other thing I wanted to bring up news-wise uh, is uh, Prometheus, of course, because since we last uh, a whole, spoke... A whole heap of shizzle has happened on that since we last yes, spoke. Yes, exactly. I just wanted, uh, wondered if you would quickly run through, because uh, I've, I've seen smatterings of... Uh, Information, but not a huge amount. Well, so. there's a lot of stuff out there. I can't, I can't remember when we last spoke about it, but um, the full trailer wasn't out. It was pretty much. It was a camcorder trailer, wasn't it, at the time? Yeah, but I, yeah. I don't know if I even saw. It. I did see the full trailer, and it How kind did of you looks, like very, it? looks alien-y. It's interesting. I think I think I was a bit disappointed, and this is something I'm really looking forward to. But it like. Alien had such a distinctive look of the spaceship, the people on the spaceship. I know it was similar to Dark Star, which Dan O'Bannon wrote Alien. Uh, that was a movie he worked on. Uh, but it was so distinctive and so original. And this one just looks a bit glossy. They look like, you know, just their spacesuits, their spaceship. It's a little bit sort of generic sci-fi. It doesn't have that kind of distinctiveness of Alien. Uh, so I was a little bit disappointed about that. I'm still really excited about the movie. Uh, I know there's lots of stuff about the space jockey from Alien mm. and sort of things tying in with that. I know I've seen on one site there's a rubber mask, sort of space jockey style mask. Um, well, apparently the spa that space jockey thing that's actually in the chair is not the alien, is not, you know, a creature in, it, in of itself, it's a suit. Yeah, suit. I've seen this and it's, it's, people think it's in the trailer but you can't really quite see it, it might be a, one of the figures in it. Uh, yep. I've seen a sort of mask, a sort of prosthetic mask, that uh, pictures of that circulating at the moment. 
Uh, there was a big synopsis posted which got everyone excited about it, so we realised it was a fan fiction that had been posted on an IMDB message board. Nice. Uh, so we're all still a bit in the dark. I mean, I was actually talking about this with someone at work today, and he was saying, like, like Dark Knight Rises, because it, we've just seen so much of it because of the paparazzi shots. It, you feel like, you've, you know, there can't be that much left in the movie. I'm sure there is. But Prometheus just has this advantage of secrecy because it's all set in space. They can shoot. I was just going to say, you know, this is uh, it's really nice. I mean, although I space jockey aliens, blah blah blah, you know, I know nothing about the plot yeah. at all. Nothing. Why well, don't? So no one does really. We know it involves uh, Prometheus is the name of the ship. Yeah. Um, the cast are playing the crew of that ship. Uh, and we know. Even the trailer, you know, like it, it, it was quite quick and things like that. It just didn't give. You know, I couldn't really pick out the setting what was going well, on. We know that. Whereas Dark Knight, you know, the trailer. Obviously, there's the attack on the football stadium. Yeah. But we'd already seen that as well, haven't we? Gotham. Yeah. Sorry. We'd already seen the attack on the football. We knew that was going to happen because we knew we knew, we knew it was, was going to happen. The, yeah. I mean, I like I we really like that special effect too. shot. I thought it was really strong. Uh, I mean, Prometheus. I think we think it involves sort of this team finding something out about humans or the human origin mm. being influenced by space in that kind of 2001 childhood end kind of thing yeah. and then flying off into space to come into our makers but we don't really know too much uh, so yeah that's what we need this I guess yeah no I mean I'm, I'm looking forward to it now I'm, gonna, I'm probably going to try and avoid any other information about it and keep it a bit of a mystery so. yeah we'll exactly. is that a week earlier States. By the way, did you see that Bourne Legacy picture, Ed? I did see the Bourne Legacy picture. It looks a lot like a Mission Impossible picture. <laughs> it's, there's, there's nothing it's really dramatic about it, is there? Jeremy Renner with a gun. Yep. Alright, very good. That was Bourne Legacy. Well done. We'll see. Um, moving on to trailers, uh, new trailers that have come out, and there hasn't really been a huge amount. Obviously, it's the wrong time uh, of year, it would seem. We had we yeah. had like the triple header of Prometheus, Avengers, yeah. and The Hobbit yeah. right before Christmas, mm. and Dark Knight Rises. Sorry, uh, not Avengers, Dark Knight Rises. So yeah, well, uh, we've had some new things, but we're we're gonna do this slightly differently because I I went to see um, Mission Impossible Four today, and that of course at the IMAX, uh, and that, just of course, down the road from uh, my work, Ed. Yeah. Mm. I I didn't I didn't let you know I I didn't want to see you today. That's <laughs> um. Uh, and obviously, with Mission Impossible 4, we, I saw the um, intro to, to Batman. Dark Knight um, Rises. The first seven yeah, minutes, is it? Rises. Well, this, this is the thing. I'd heard either it's the first seven minutes or it's a kind of prequel-ish that isn't going to be shown with the movie. Christopher Nolan said it's the first seven minutes and he always Fair speaks enough. the truth. Fair enough. Hail Nolan. Uh, in that case, it's the first seven minutes of the film, and I have seen them. Okay, let me ask you some questions. I was going to say, do that. Did you enjoy it? It was good. Did it make it you want to see good. the full movie? Did it what? Make you want to see the full movie. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it really did that. Um, you know, uh, you know, looking forward to it. I mean, it was, it was really nicely shot. Um... The you know the quality of the picture the, you know using the IMAX cameras mm. and on that screen was 
amazing you know absolutely amazing um so you know like big wide shots of a plane flying over the ground and things like that i'm assuming you know roughly what happens yep i'm assuming you know about the sound quality issue yes that... and yes. how was that this is we should with speaking in virtual code Tons. here uh but um yes because the the this preview feature introduces the character of bane played by tom hardy uh, who we think is going to be the main antagonist, although there's other antagonists as well, we think, in the movie. Uh, but, uh, yeah, the big controversy, if you will, has been over the audibility of his voice. Yeah. Because he speaks through a mask. He does. Uh, how hard was he to understand? Is it really bad? I'd say I got about um, 30 to 50% of what he was saying. That's pretty bad. That's pretty bad. It's pretty bad. Well, in entertainment, well, there was this story sort of last week. Um, one of the new internet news outlets said that Christopher Nolan was going to amend the sound, and then they retracted that. And in Entertainment Weekly, the new edition, uh, Christopher Nolan says that he is definitely not going to change the sound. Yeah, uh, that's what I'd heard. But apparently Warner Brothers are keen that he does change the sound. Uh, so, yeah, you think that might be a problem then in the whole movie? Well, it, it's one of those things. It's surprising how much you get from lip reading. Yes. When you're, that's a very good you know, point. When you're looking, at, you know, you do it in a bar, in a noisy bar. You know, when you're speaking to someone, if you if you look away from them, it, it's much harder to hear what they're yes. saying. So obviously, you can't you can't see anything that he's saying. You can't gleam any emotion from his face either. So yeah. you basically just have a a static face and mask saying something you can't really hear and I mean you know bits of it were you know you you catch things and there's one point when he's talking with the mask on with a bag over his head don't want to give anything away but you know really you know that you've got you're in a plane the door of the plane is open so you've got wind you know it you you just can't hear it's just and I I don't know if that's the point if that's you know, it's supposed to add to the mystery, but it just seemed like a, you know, an an error. It really did seem like an error. But then it's, you know, he's a he's a good director, and why would he do that? Why why would he make such a amateur mistake? Surely someone at some point would have said, yeah, you can't can't really hear what what Bane is saying in all of his scenes. And if that's like it for the whole of the movie, that's going to be really annoying. There's really? a little saying that we Nolan acolytes have, in Nolan we trust. In Nolan we trust. And then indeed, you have to yeah. sever an artery and spray your blood everywhere in homage to the great man. I mean, I, I don't know if it's... Uh, you know, yeah, if, But you, if enjoyed, you enjoyed the sequence. I mean, like, I'm a little bit, like, I'm a little bit bemused by this. I mean, if you can't hear him, like, why not change it? It seems like a massive point of being made into a massive point of artistic integrity. Mm. Uh, it's like you take pride in the fact like you're not a real fan if you're like oh actually I'd quite like to hear what he's saying <laughs> um, but you enjoyed the sequence I think you see I think I I give Nolan a hard time obviously with this all this this Hail Nolan business I know it upsets him he sends me emails and letters saying just get off my case man uh, I'm just trying to make make art I'm just trying to make art dude yeah. um, he's t- he talks like that as well it's, it's quite annoying um but uh, I think he's a very good action director. I think his action directing is very good. I mean, mm. obviously, his approach to characters, you know, 
non-existent, but his action directing is very good. Mm. Is this I'm... and like the Dark Knight, of course, great opening with the Joker. Does this match up? No, not at all. Okay, uh, good. All I right. Mean, <laughs> visually, yes. Uh, the, pro the one of the big problems I've. I mean, uh, I don't know what you know of it. It involves a plane and uh, a bit of a kind of heist on a plane. Um, as Snakes I say, on a plane. Visually, sorry. Snakes on a plane. Snakes on pain, yeah. Uh, there's uh, too many motherfucking snakes on this motherfucker. Anyway, uh, th so um, I mean, it's beautifully shot, you know, like uh, you know, the, the the IMAX projection and cameras do, uh, you know, do a stunning job and things. The although the um, uh, you didn't know the characters at the beginning of Dark Knight. Um, you, their intentions are pretty clear, you know. They're they're breaking into a bank. With this, they're they're you know they're doing something on a plane and this all happens and then some other stuff happens that I really couldn't explain well, you know I won't give it away but I didn't understand why they were doing it I'm sure mm. it'll all become clear yeah but I'm just left with you know who are these people what are they doing I don't I don't know why you know don't know any of the characters don't know their intentions I don't know why they did what they what they did you know it kind of makes no sense to me so it, you know I, you know, visually it was great, but it, it, it sort of was, it was lacking something a little bit because I just, you know, I didn't, didn't get it all, and maybe that's me being dumb, but, you know, we'll see. We will indeed see, because I think everyone in the entire world is planning to go and see this movie when it comes out. I mean, out. It, you know, it made me want to go and see it a little bit more, so okay. that's fine. In uh, fact, and it, I they think also if... showed a couple of little clips, not clips, like you preview know, bits. Not even, not even that, not even that. Just real quick snippets at the end of it, and some scenes that I'd not seen. Selena Kyle, um, dressed as Catwoman, but obviously moving, so I'd only seen pictures. Yep. Mm -hmm. um, yep. You know, a couple of other little things, and um, and also Bane holding a um, broken Batman cowl in his hand. Oh, like the poster. Like, uh, oh, I hadn't seen that poster. Yeah. It's got yeah. a broken Batman cowl and Bane on it. Yeah, well, yeah. that'll be it. Um, <laughs> but, the, but basically, you just see a hand carrying it and he drops it on the floor and it's all cracked. So, you know, obviously, hinting a little. Okay, and, you know, that almost feels like the main event, that it seems almost rude to ask about the subsequent two hours that you sat through. <laughs> yeah, uh, it was two hours indeed. Um, how was yeah. Mission Impossible for Mission Impossible Ghost protocol protocol for ghosts yes um it started off really well is that the explosion of the kremlin no uh, that probably happens um maybe about uh 30 40 minutes in interesting and which which was good because i i was expecting it to kick off with the kremlin um but there's at least a, you know there's a, a few things that happen happen before it the the opening um opening kind of sequence is uh, really good, really strong. I much preferred Simon Pegg's character in this. You know, he Did you find him too annoying last time? Yeah, just, you know, like slightly whiny and dickish, whereas he was actually funny and uh, the, the situation comedy of it was funny, you know, him and Tom the Cruise. The situation comedy of Simon Pegg and Tom Cruise? Are they going to yeah. be on, is their show going to be on after the John McClane and Jack Bauer laughter <laughs> hour? It's a, it's a, yeah, two hour special. No, but you, you, you know what I mean by it. It wasn't a sitcom, but they were, 
you know, it was funny because of where, you know, where they were and what they were trying to do. Anyway, blah, blah, blah. Um, so the opening was really strong. The Kremlin, leading up to the Kremlin bit, was good. Um, you know, there were some really good action set pieces in it. Obviously, the uh, um, the building in Dubai, where he's yep. climbing around yeah, on the outside. Climbing. Yeah, And again, filmed in IMAX, looked really beautiful and mm. things like that. And then it took a... Um, a bit of a slide towards the end. Yeah. Um, starting to drag a bit after about an hour and a half. You know, I did check my watch, I have yeah. to be honest. And then, um, it, you know, the ending's okay. A um, couple of slightly odd choices for, you know, some of the fight sequences were a bit bad. Basically, you know, two guys fighting over a satchel. Not, <laughs> not, not a brilliant sequence. Well, like just William. Uh, I don't know what that is. It's, uh, forget it. Forget it. Forget it. Move on. Move on. Uh, um, and then a, a slightly odd scene at the end that looked like it had been refilmed after the fact to kind of tie up the ending in a slightly different way. Okay. So, some questions, Ed. Some questions. Yo, hit me. I watched uh, another movie by the same director, Brad Bird, on the weekend. His movie Ratatouille. Have you seen Ratatouille? I have seen Ratatouille. What twice, a great actually. movie. Uh, how did he measure up as a live action director? Um, what else has he done, actually? Uh, the know. Incredibles, The Iron Giant. Oh, okay. I mean, I, I liked Incredibles. I thought that was good. Uh, I mean, g- generally it was, um, you know, it, it was all it was all really good. You know, I mean, uh, it was the. I, I certainly couldn't, you know, pick out anything wrong with it, you know, certainly if this was one of his first, you know, big live action things, you know, some of the camera work was really good, mainly in the set pieces and things like that. Um, you know, certainly, you know, uh, you know, good fun, entertaining and, and generally well shot, I'd say. Uh, Renner. When this movie was announced, we thought Renner was going to be Cruz's replacement. Is he yeah. posited as a replacement? Not really. I mean, um, I went and saw this with uh, Emma, my sister, obviously, who you know, and she she said that she, she had read somewhere that, you know, same thing, Renner was, you know, maybe being lined up to be the replacement. He's but, been groomed. Yeah, but it looked more like, by the end of it, um, Tom Cruise had just decided that he liked being in the Mission Impossible series and was going to carry on doing it for a bit longer. Speaking of the Mission Impossible series, where would you place this one in the time in the quality ometer of Mission Impossible movies? Um, definitely, I, I didn't like three that much. Three was balls. Two, I know two was also quite a lot of balls. But it was I pretty bad. Preferred it, I preferred it to three. Does that just because it involves motorbikes? Um, but they did some fairly stupid stuff on that. So oh. I, I mean, uh, you know, like obviously it, it being John Woo, it was quite stylized in that way and things. And um, you know, Tom Tom Cruise had his floppy hair in it and stuff like that. But um, I, I'd probably say it would it would have to go one, four, two. Three for One, me to be four, honest. Two, three, which coincidentally is Ed's pin number, Robbers. If you ever steal his, uh, steal his cash card. Damn it, Paul! Damn it. Okay. Um, the villain in Mission Impossible Four, I believe, is played by Michael Nivquist from Girl with the Dragon Tattoo. Is that correct? Yes, it, yes, it is. I actually didn't recognise him, but um, uh, uh, it is indeed actually. Yeah. Was it um, good? He was alright. He didn't. He didn't have a huge amount to do. To He's be more an evil mastermind. Yeah, 
Okay. He gives a speech and generally then walks around whilst someone from the MI team follows him. Nice. Okay, well, Dragon Tattoo leads us on to the other movie you've seen recently. You've been to see Girl with a Dragon Tattoo. Uh, which it does indeed. We were talking about, we were talking about 24 sorry, earlier, and uh, I hear Girl with a Dragon Tattoo is in fact 24 hours long. Yes, it is. Uh, it's, it is a long movie. Um, is it a good just, movie? Yes, it is a good movie. I really enjoyed it. Okay. Um, uh, okay, I'll temper that by saying I probably would have really enjoyed it if I hadn't seen the first one and really enjoyed that more. Okay. Um, the problem with it is... You're comparing it. Yeah, of course. I mean, it, it looks very similar. It's shot in a similar manner. Obviously, the you know the, there are some changes to the plot points, but they are essentially quite minor. Um, and all the way through, you know, it's not, you know, it's not a sort of big change, big departure from what I've seen before. And that's not necessarily a bad thing, but you know, you just come back to that thing of well, what was why, the point? Yeah, why what wouldn't I point? just watch the original? And, I mean, know... obviously, the point is to try and make a. Uh, English-speaking, generally American audience watch this movie, which they obviously didn't for the originals. Well, that's not... I mean, I think the original did okay in America, considering it's in Swedish. It made more than $100 million worldwide, which is pretty sensational for a... uh, The new movie's opened quite poorly. It's Mm. it's done okay, but it's certainly not opened anywhere near as big as Sony expected it to. And it was a very expensive endeavour as well. I was because I mean this was my obviously they you know they would have part two and three to to do I, I was talking to a friend about this and you know he said oh, I might go and see it and I said watch the first three you know the originals mm. and then go and see this because if nothing else if they don't end up making the second and the third one you're you know you're going to be really pissed off that well, you're left with Sony have been very bullish about this in the last couple of days and they say. Uh, is it the girl who played with fire? That's the next one, isn't it? They say uh, that's girl, definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Girl who played with fire, girl who kicked the hornet's nest. They reckon that's still on, definitely. So, uh, yeah. Fair I mean, I'd be, I'd be if if they do that one, they've got to film the other two back to back, surely. Yeah, I think that was always the plan. Yeah. So, but because then that's a huge investment again. That, you know, if this one costs ninety, then filming two back to back is probably going to be you know one hundred and fifty or something. Yeah. Police, you know they they can't they they can't do the they can't do the second one without doing the third one. Surely they couldn't just leave that that like that. So they have to make that initial investment in the hopes that it'll save them, you know, the money in the long run. So, okay. um, some questions maybe. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Th- throw them s- at me. When you say there's some changes, is there any evidence of it being Hollywoodized in terms of the story? You know, people being made more sympathetic. Uh, um, horrible content was, being cut out. There's a um, the the character Lisbeth, played by Rooney Mara, is made to be a little bit more sympathetic. Mm. Just to you know, to be fair, just a smidge. Um, you know, she. Uh, but uh, but also, I think there are a couple of points where it may have been slightly closer to the original uh, the original book. Mm. Um, the one of the one of the characters and things they they change around, um, yeah, sort of how 
Blomquist, uh, uh, the main guy played by Daniel Craig, um, how they meet and sort of what, where they fit into the story. Um, I won't give much more than that away. Um, so, but no, I mean, I, you know, obviously the, sort of there's um, two rape scenes in the film, which are, you know, obviously, obviously there are two rape scenes in the film. Yeah, but what I mean is, you know, okay, there there are, um, but they they, I really thought they were gonna um, sort of almost back out of them and just uh, imply that they happened, but like the uh, what must be in the original source material and what like the original um, films, you know, they they are quite uh, quite hardcore, quite brutal, you know, it's kind of part of the story um but i don't think there's that much i you know i think fincher did you know really did actually stick to uh you know stick to the story and stick to um sort of the the feeling and intensity of of the story and films um you know in a good way but all that means is it's still just very very close to the original film Accents. What the hell's going on with accents? Like in the trailer, some people have got Swedish accents, like Christopher Plummer and Rooney Mara have Swedish accents. Daniel Craig sounds like he's James Bond. What is going on with the accents? Yeah, I mean, the diff- diff- different people and things like that. I mean, to be honest, the Daniel Craig stands out as probably the weakest link in the film. A pouting Mr. Potato Head. Sorry? A pouting Mr. Potato Head. Well, this is the thing, you know, like the, the, the original guy who played Blomquist is, uh, you know... He's a little bit old, slightly overweight, not a great-looking guy. You know, you you can believe he is a kind of uh, uh, investigative journalist and, you know, just uh, your average guy. You know, Craig smarts of Bond and pounces his way, like you say, through the film. And, he, you know, I just didn't buy him as, you know, a slightly downtrodden, you know, sort of world weary uh journalist you know he he just looked too smug and too pleased with himself for most of the time so good okay marks out of five um what for well mission impossible oh yeah we didn't do it for mission impossible four either gone yeah yeah um are we allowed to give point fives uh you can do what you like ed I guess I'll, I'll give it a, a crocodile out of five. No, uh, time to be stupid. Um, probably. I'm not sure I understood uh, that. No, uh, it's actually a reference to um, uh, a series, uh, Arrested Development, where one of the kids goes to a special school and she gets a crocodile in spelling. So anyway, right. Uh, you should watch Good. Arrested Development. I highly recommend it. It's one of the best things that's ever been on telly. So there you go. Um, Mission Impossible 4, um, uh, I'd, I'd probably give it about a uh, three and a half, I'd Good. say. Yeah, and Dragon Tattoo? Um, probably a, a three. Um, yeah, a three. I mean, I, I again, you know, I, it's difficult because I liked it and... Um, you know, three is is above average. It's good. It doesn't seem like enough, but I, I you know, I, I sort of just had a few issues with it. Look at me trying to, you know, justify my scores. <laughs> um, so okay. Uh, do we need to cover anything else? Uh, only to say that I did eventually see a film that I've been meaning to see in a long time. That was, of course, The Inbetweeners. 
Okay, how'd you go on with that? I hated it. You hated it? Did you like the series? Uh, yeah, I didn't mind it. This was miles worse. This was much worse. Why did you think so, so much? Because it was just it was just lowest common denominator humour all the way through. It seems crazy to say that, about the, not about the series, but the series is original inventive. This was just like yeah. every obvious gag going. Mm. I mean, I, I found there were some very funny moments in it, um, I, but I found a, a large portion of it just quite contrived and... Um, some some of the other humour in in between this, you know, it's quite observational. You know, the guy, you know, from the going from a private school to a state school and some of that stuff. You know, like it, it's it had a bit more to it. But like you say in this, it was where do they go? They go to Malia, and it's you know like you know birds and blah blah blah. So the some funny bits in it, but generally not enough to to warrant a a feature-length movie well it was i believe in the end it was the third biggest film in the uk last year with a whopping it made about 60 million pounds so a sequel's in the way oh yeah it will be it will be i mean that's a given i think okay should we wrap it up there ad i think so paul i think we've uh we've had a fairly healthy almost hour yeah. Which is a n- nice intro back to the year, isn't it? It is. And uh, what are you going to watch next to keep up your film average? Um, to be honest, I could probably just take the rest of the year you off. You probably and do could, yes. Than I did last year. Uh, but I won't. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try and keep this up. Um, all honesty, no idea what's coming out. Uh, Great. Really interesting. Pr- Prometheus, but that's I, not I don't until know June. when it's coming out. June? Oh, that's a long way it away. It is a long way away. What what's coming out soon, Paul? Tell me. Oh, um, um, my my uh, girlfriend wants to go and see or wants to see We at some point. We we. Yeah, it's meant to be very bad. Yes, it is meant to be very bad. Very bad. I want to see. I want to see Shame with uh, Magneto as a man who's addicted to wanking, or something. (laughs) Nice, Paul. Very nice. Yeah. Why? Why is that shameful? Who can say? I don't know. We'll find out when I see the movie. Anyway, what do you want to see? What do you want to see? Uh, I do actually want to see Shame. Uh, yeah. But uh, yes, I'm going to see Jagger next week. Uh, I'm going to see the artist. Oh, that looks really good. I want to see that. Going to see the artist, which I saw at Cannes last year. Absolutely loved. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So there are things. Things to see. The Descendants with George Clooney from Director mm. Sideways. Yeah. Everyone thinks this is Clooney's year for the Best Actor Oscar for that. Uh, so we shall see. But these are things for the future, for future Doomcasts. Yeah. So let's wrap this one up. Okay. Should we sing? Should we sing the national Doomcast anthem? I don't think we should. Okay, let's not bother. Because I, I still don't know the you words. Still don't. Know. Well, you familiarise yourself with it, and we'll do it next time. Maybe we might do it next time. I'm not committing. Okay. Well, a duet. Oh, it's, been a, it's been a pleasure as always. It's been a joy. Uh, and let's try and do it again before too long. Cause yes, because rig- there'll be a very disappointed man out there. I assume it's a man, it might be a lady. It could, could be either. Could be both. Wow. Yeah. But we'll do we'll, we'll do something, and we'll uh, we'll we'll try and increase the regularity of these meetups. Okay. We'll try and be more regular. Okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs>